large rock and sighed in pleasure at getting off her feet. At the first bite of chocolatey goodness, she moaned again, instantly relaxing. See, she told herself, looking around at the overabundant nature, this wasn't so bad. She could totally do this. Hell, maybe she'd even sleep out here, like her grandparents had, beneath the velvet sky. Then a bee dive-bombed her with the precision of a kamikaze pilot, and Amy screeched, flinging herself off the rock. Damn it. Dusting herself off, she stood and eyed the fallen brownie, lying forlorn in the dirt. She gave herself a moment to mourn the loss before taking in her surroundings with wariness. There were no more bees, but now she had a bigger problem. It suddenly occurred to her that it had been a while since she'd caught sight of the rugged coastline, with its stone arches and rocky sea stacks. Nor could she hear the roar of the crashing waves from below as her northward guide. That couldn't be good. She consulted her map and her penciled route. Not that that helped. There'd been quite a few forks on the trail, not all of them clearly marked. She turned to her grandma's journal again. As directed, she'd started at the North District Ranger Station, gone right at Eagle Rock, left at Squaw Flats, but no ocean sounds. No meadow, no diamond rock, and no hope. Amy looked at her watch. 6.30. Was it getting darker already? Hard to tell. She figured she had another hour and a half before nightfall, but deep down, she knew that wasn't enough time. The meadow wasn't going to magically appear, at least not today. Turning in a slow circle to get her bearings, she heard an odd rustling a human sort of rustling. Amy went utterly still except for the hair on the back of her neck, which stood straight up. Hello? The rustling had stopped, but there, she caught a quick flash of something in the bush. A face? She'd have sworn so. Hello? She called out. Who's there? No one answered. Amy slid her backpack around to her front and reached in for her pocket knife. Once a city rat, always a city rat. Another slight rustle, and a glimpse of something blue. A sweatshirt, maybe. Hey! She yelled, louder than she meant to, but she hated being startled. Again, no one answered her, and the sudden stillness told her that she was once again alone. She was good at alone. Alone worked. Heart still racing, she turned back around. And then around again because she had a problem. Everything looked the same, so much so that she wasn't sure which way she'd come or which way she was going. She walked along the trail for a minute, but it didn't seem familiar, so she did a 180 and tried again. Still not familiar. Great. Feeling like she'd gone down the rabbit hole, she whipped out her cell phone and stared down at the screen. One bar. Okay, Don't panic. Amy never panicked until her back was up against the wall. Eyeing the closest rock outcropping, she headed toward it. Her guidebook had said that the Olympics rock formations were made up of shales, sandstone, soft basalts, and pillow lava. She would have said they were sharp and craggy, a fact attested to by the cuts on her hands and legs. But they were also a good place to get reception, hopefully. Climbing out onto the rocks was fine. 
Looking down, not so much. She was, oh holy shit, high up, gulp. But she had two bars now for her efforts. She took a moment to debate between calling her two closest friends, Grace or Mallory. Either of the chocoholics were good in a tough situation, but Mallory was Lucky Harbor native, so Amy called her first. How's it going? Mallory asked. Taking a brownie break, Amy said casually, like she wasn't sitting on a rock outcropping a million feet above Earth. Thought you could join me. For chocolate? Mallory asked. Oh, yeah. Where are you? Well, wasn't that the question of the day? I'm on the Sierra Meadows Trail. Somewhere. There was a beat of accusatory silence. You lied about meeting you for a brownie? Mallory asked, tone full of rebuke. Yeah, that's not exactly the part of my story I expected you to fixate on, Amy said. The rock was damp beneath her. Rain-soaked mosses adorned every tree trunk inside.